Hello, and welcome to the Organic Wine Podcast. This is Adam Huss coming to you from the streets of Los Angeles, literally, at the edge of uh, Tropical Storm Hillary. I'm walking around, getting rained on, and thinking about this episode that I'm very excited to share with you today, because it is a very L.A. classic uh, episode with some local guys who are doing amazing things. But it's also something that makes me think about global concerns that we all have as we all now live in predominantly urban cultures. And I think, first of all, I want to introduce the guests who are the Westside Winos, Khalil Kinsey, Terrence Stevenson, Justin Leathers. They are also my bosses because they own Offhand Wine Shop here on the West Side. Uh, where I work a couple nights a week as a bartender, as a wine bartender. Um, But they are much more than bosses. They're friends, they're neighbors, they're part of my community, and they are building community here. They're building community in a way that I think is really awesome. Their shop grows out of this idea that we should be supporting and connecting locally. And so their wine shop features pretty much entirely West Coast domestic natural wine. It's unique in that sense in wine bars in Los Angeles and very rare in that sense in wine bars in America in that every wine by the glass is pretty much from California, which is strange to think that that's rare because if you go to Europe, it isn't rare at all for all the wines to be locals. And yet you come to wine bars in the U.S. and... uh, Suddenly, we feel like we need to represent every country in the world besides our own. So this episode really is getting to know these guys, why they're doing what they're doing, who they are, and really what it means to mimic nature in an urban setting with our businesses, what it means to build a permaculture community. And uh, I think about that a lot, especially now that I'm walking here on the brink of uh, potential annihilation. No, I hope, I'm sure not, but you know, a nice big storm is coming to LA for the first time in either a very long time or ever. First, first ever tropical storm watch on the west coast of the US has been issued ever. And yeah, we don't get storms here in LA. We're tender little morsels who are just waiting to be gobbled up by this big bad system. And, um, you know, it's times like this when you think about running, maybe. You think about getting out of a city situation. If the power goes out, if the water goes out, how are people going to react? Is it going to be chaos? Is it going to be everyone fighting for resources in the streets? You know, are we going to fall back into that kind of mentality? Or are the people that we've built relationships with, the roots that we've put down around us, going to support us? Or some of both? <laughs> You never know. And I do more and more realize the importance to permaculture, to wine culture that is sustainable, to thinking about and building and connecting with community. And that's hard. It's one of the hardest things we can do as humans. We're still in a pretty big experiment trying to do that with, within these national borders. And uh, we all know how hard it is, but it also might be the most important stuff that we can do for our survival. So I hope those are the kind of thoughts I think of as I'm walking around the streets here with rain falling on me. And 
the West Side Winos in my head. I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Enjoy. You guys, thanks. Uh, uh, thank you for doing this. Oh, First man, of all, thank for real. For thank, you you. thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank um, you, man. It's a pleasure. I want you. I would like you guys to introduce yourself so that you can say your names each, and then like when people hear voices, they kind of know who's talking. If Got you want to like, um, I'm Khalil, Khalil Kinsey, aka Diz. And I'm Justin Leathers. And I'm your mother. I'm Terrence Stevenson. <laughs> um, you are all collectively known as the West Side Winos. Just want to put that out there. Yeah. Guilty as charged. <laughs> and uh, we gather here today because... <laughs> um, well, first of all, you guys uh, have this lovely little wine shop that I happen to work at a couple nights a week, which is a lot of fun for me. And uh, what I love about it is that it's a unique wine shop in LA for sure. It's rare in this country for sure. Um, and I want to talk about why that is called offhand and it's on the West side uh, appropriately. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'd love you guys to sort of talk about individually, if you want to start again, Khalil, and talk about where are you from and why, why, like, how did you get into wine kind of thing? Sure. Um, I'm from, from L.A., born and raised, um, the west side of L.A., grew up in all of the coastal, all the coastal sides, so spent time in Santa Monica, Venice, and Pacific Palisades, where my parents still reside. Um, grew up in a wine enthusiast household. Um, actually you could call it perhaps a lush household <laughs> um, uh, both my mother and father never really were into or have been into hard alcohol only wine and champagne um, and the rest of my family kind of in a similar way especially my aunties so um, oh, really? you know always grew up tasting wine and uh, always celebrating something so wine was always involved and that's what got you know kind of started started it off for me where are you from? Well, this is Justin, and I am from Sacramento, beautiful Sacramento. <laughs> it's very cool now, but it wasn't the coolest place when I grew up there. Um, so I got out of there pretty quickly right after high school. Moved to San Francisco. Um, but the origin of my wine is probably from the, through my mother, Heidi. Heidi Leathers. Single mother. Always wanted to... We didn't grow up the most lush life, but she always <laughs> seeked the lush life, had a lot of lush friends in nicer areas of where we grew up. So it would take us to a lot of wineries, mostly Sierra Foothills, um, Yuba, Sacramento, uh, which, um, sorry, Clarksburg, south of Sacramento, where my grandpa actually has a little farm down there. Um, yeah, and then moved to San Francisco, started my bartending journey, was much more into like cocktails and the whole mixology, if you will, which I, I'm just a bartender, but we were definitely creating a lot of cocktails and menus and wine started being in, integrated in that. We were making a lot of like wine cocktails as well, like with Rancio wine and a scotch. And and then uh, I really wasn't even in, in wine that hard in SF, but I moved to LA in 2017 is where I really jumped in heavy into the natural side. Which seems weird, right? I mean, LA, you think Northern California is where you're going to get doused in Beetle. Oh, yeah. Sorry, a beetle got on my... Went on oh, my yeah. finger and my legs. They're very, they're very friendly. They're, they're, they're um, big eaters. Yeah, true. I mean, I guess there was maybe the scene I was in. I was just a bartending punk rat 
going to shows and doing audio engineering and didn't have right. like money to if i went to anywhere i'd go like two times a year to nopa in the divisadero and i would get like i gave ray shamberton was one of the first wines that like really blew me away and ever since then it was like downhill from there you know that was probably 2013 i was getting some integration into into wine but like nothing on the organic or natural side yet until i kind of figured it out in maybe 2016 to 2017 and never turned back nice. yeah nice yeah. Um, I'm I'm also from the west side of Los Angeles, um, a neighborhood called Ladera Heights, uh, in between Englewood and Culver City, like sandwich right between the two. Um, and I didn't grow up in a drinking house. My parents don't really drink that much at all. Um, so my <clears throat> my even idea of drinking and all that kind of stuff kind of came like from outside so really my brother was the only my oldest brother was the only person that drank anything the only thing i ever tasted from him was a beer so and i didn't like it the first time because i was little so i was like yeah and so i didn't start drinking until i was like i had tasted alcohol in my high school years because you know kids explore but i didn't re i wasn't into it so until like i got to college and then what started to pique my interest about wine was that i've always had a love for culinary arts and food and that was the one thing about my eating experiences that i didn't under and like my personality i just like to know a little bit of something about everything that you know that's that if i'm enjoying something i gotta understand like what are the other components that make it up so like i would look at a menu see a, a wine list and i wouldn't understand it at all and I didn't understand how people could look at these long lists and know by just looking at these things what is good and what is not good, you know. And so it was, it was I don't know, it was just personally frustrating. So, like, mm. I just set out to figure it out. And, like, I would just do random stuff. Like, I would go to Trader Joe's and buy, like, five different wines and I would try all of them just to see what I liked. And, and then, like, if I remember, like, oh, Pinot Noir, that was something I liked. Then I would just go try other Pinot Noirs and I didn't like this thing, you know, so it might be Tempranillo or Malbec or something. I don't know, you know, just different varietals. But at the time, I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just trying to figure it out. And I just I was just no one was there to help me. You know what I mean? I didn't really have anyone. So I started buying books and reading and just getting into it as much as I possibly could. Then I would meet people here and there that like own wine bars and wine shops and things like that and hopefully they would give me some information i had people that didn't <laughs> that like i asked them like when i first learned about natural wine was a really long time ago it was maybe like close to over 15 years ago and uh some guys that owned a own a bar in new york were sent out here looking for a location and a a friend of mine who was their neighbor in New York asked me if I could help them look for locations since I know the city well. And they started talking about natural wine and I was like, well, what does that really even mean? And then at that time, it was mainly only French makers. And so they started telling me about it and they were they gave up the information in person. But then I was like, hey, where would I buy this stuff? And like, if I email you, can I you give me some recommendations and they were like, yeah, sure. And then I email them and like, they never hit me back. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it just, but it just made me that much more curious. So 
I just started finding places and, and shops that specialized in natural, having more natural winemakers and things like that. And it just went from there. But I was already interested in wine by that time. So it didn't really matter it was like what it was. I just wanted to know everything about wine, whether it was natural or not. So, yeah. So, well, uh, yeah, I stopped it. That's all right. I'm now recording again. <laughs> I guess that's the, that's the one downside of or did passing I passing it. Passing, you know? No, I, I okay. when I, my thumb hit it right as soon as I. Well, let me see so I don't hit this it. part. Yeah, right. if, if no. you press the record button again, it stops recording. Right, it's recording now. I'll just grab it from the side. Yeah, that's what I, was, I should have done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm the one that did it. Um, well, we can even just leave it here. It's probably pretty good if we all cool. speak up. So, what you guys are drinking? I've, so, the first thing you had, of course, lemon wine from here from the property where you're sitting. Delicious. Um, some Crenshaw Crew lemon wine. Um, now, you are having a wine made with a grape called Delaware by Deer Native Grapes. Okay. From, uh, I mean, so this is from upstate New York. They're they're based in the Catskills, but this comes from the Finger Lakes region. The, the grape comes from the Finger Lakes region. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys had Delaware before? Never. No. No. Yeah, it was one no. of our old hybrid grapes. What do you guys think of it? I, I think it's pretty good, man. It's pretty good. It's, uh, so it's light. It doesn't look as light yeah. as it is. Yeah, and it's it looks orangey, uh, which it probably yeah. is. Eight point eight percent alcohol. Interesting. It's crazy low. Light, yeah. I mean, I think that's one of the fun things. Like as we go into a weird future of low alcohol, <laughs> you know, type things, especially with the heat, people like low. But people want less and less alcohol. Like yeah. hybrids do a great job of like ripening at lower alcohol. You can make this beautiful wine out of it. It's unique, right? It's kind it of a, I like, like I haven't tasted anything like it. Yeah, what is the fruit? Delaware. That's what it's called. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Check, Check, it out. Out. Check it out. Is Delaware hybrid? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of our old ones. Like one of the, like, it's been around a while. One of the oldest ones. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to learn a lot more about East Coast stuff, man. You know, first of all, I've never even been to the East Coast, so <laughs> I haven't even <laughs> drank really anything from there, but... Well, this uh, reading about stuff is some of the oldest vines and stuff in you know in yeah. North America, right? Yeah. yeah. So, and you just brought up something I wanted to say, which is like you're all from California. Mm. I always joke like I have the fortune of not being from California, and I say that because you guys don't know how good it is. Like you never mm. have the experience of living in hell, sure, and living <laughs> paradise. Welcome to hell, bitch. <laughs> I don't know. I was from the Midwest of California, though. That's so, true. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there are not there are some <laughs> ugly places in California for sure. You know, but I, I uh, thinking about all that, like you know, had the you know the good fortune of like me and my parents always taking me on their travels early on, and then you know seeing a lot of the world, and and then doing it on my own. And even then, when I look back, like the wines that my parents really loved the most were California wines. Yeah. And then, and Italian wines, and I mean, it's still that way to this day. They're not big French, you know what I mean? It's pretty yeah. much either Californian or Italian. Uh, but yeah. my father used to always talk about it. Like, when we would travel, he would be like, I'll put California up against any of it. I love, it. <laughs> I love that. And, um, you yeah. know, so I think even at, at a young age of just being around wine, even before I was really drinking it, I think I, like, knew that California was a leader. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and, yeah, you know, definitely blessed to be you know, to be here and, and from here. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, and I extend that now to like, I used to make that joke and now I think about like what it, what it's like to grow up on earth is sort of like growing up in California. You don't know how good you have it. Like 
step away and then come back True. and like yeah, yeah. really appreciate this where we are you know right right the fortune of being <laughs> part of this life system um so talk about the west side winners how did you guys meet and uh and and i don't know let's go ahead yeah. and just tell, <laughs> tell tell me the story how did how did we get to offhand oh, all man. the way up you know oh, from man. the beginning to um, now i say it started at um the friend bar which I'm a GM and partner of. And Justin worked there and was the beverage director there. Khalil is my best friend, so he's always there by proxy, <laughs> you know, hanging out. <clears throat> and uh, I don't remember how the conversation began, but at some point in time, Khalil and I were sitting in this area of the bar, we're standing at this area of the bar, which I call the perch. Because it's like you can see everything from there and kind of stay low key while when it's busy, which was my thing. And so um, Khalil and I were talking about wine at some point in time. And Justin was right there and he was like, man, I didn't know y'all were in the wine. I'm big in the wine. And we were like, Word. And so we all just start talking about it. And um and I was telling, you know, Justin about all the tasting because I would go to a tasting at least once a week or sometimes twice a week. Um, most of the time at Bar and Garden here in Culver City. So um, it was always a nice little easy thing to do on my Sundays. And it's just like I can easily pick up on new makers and stuff like that that way. Um, so um and then silver lake wine would have every thursday and so i would leave work and go over there before i go home and check out stuff so you know if, if they were there to join me or they go to tastings on their own or whatever we just were discussing all that kind of stuff you mm -hmm. know and then um we had an event called the friendly market it was once a month um on sundays at the at the friend and one one of those days justin after having these discussions justin came through with a bottle and he was like, I brought this for us because I knew you guys would you know, appreciate it. I wish I could remember which. <laughs> it was a magnum. Yeah, it was a magnum. It was, it was a magnum. It was a skin contact Italian yeah, that I couldn't, something. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And then, then we kind of like the last next couple of weeks, I guess, or the next couple of events, we started kind of all bringing wine. Yeah, because when, when he brought the, I just remember Khalil saying, well, if I knew you were going to bring some wine, I would have brought some wine too. And then so they just kicked that off that way. And so for the next, you know, events from that point on, we would bring a wine. But then the bar sales are going lower, I feel like, because uh, well, we were people, sharing too much. Well, people, people were jealous and stuff like, why do you guys have special wine and we don't have it? And, you know, and we didn't think anybody else cared because we were over there nerding out on our own. So yeah. and having fun on our own with it. But we didn't think anybody cared about the wine. So, you know, nobody expressed any. You know, enthusiasm about the wine prior to us breaking it out, you know, but you start seeing like, you know, stuff that's that's unfiltered and has these like colors that uh, of, of wine you've probably never seen before if you're not into wine. And, and so people are like really interested and they're mm -hmm. seeing like, you know, labels that look different than your traditional like old school labels and stuff like that. So they were just questioning us and we were sharing and blah, blah, blah. And after a while, like I know we went to some tastings uh together and we would love the wine and we have a good time and we would make friends with staff members and all that kind of stuff but there was just something missing 
and we were i know in my mind i was just like man this could be a lot cooler like this could be more fun you know for the average person and then once again coupled with our friends asking us about the wine we were drinking it just dawned on me i was like dude why don't we just do our own tastings you know we have enough knowledge we care enough you know what i mean and the only thing we need to do is get the wine and that wasn't a problem either i have the bar so you know getting a new account is nothing it's just the distributors for a lot of the makers that we were into are a lot smaller than the spirits that i deal with you know what i mean so i had to get linked up with a few people but that wasn't hard either you know we once again we have made some friends in the industry already mm -hmm. so um i was pretty it was pretty easy to link up with some folks and next thing you know we started doing tastings at that same event the first one i mean there was probably 30 more people than there was the months before just for the wine wow. and we didn't expect it we thought still this is what we're into well i don't mean i don't want to speak for anybody else but <laughs> i didn't expect it yeah and i was like damn that's crazy and then the second time we did it i'll just I, I vividly remember one it was once again it was so many people coming just for the wine but i, I remember at the end justin saying dude our alcohol sales are 90% wine today. <laughs> and I was like, word. And I mean, this is a full bar. Like yeah, everybody's yeah. getting, you know, tequila, want. soda, yeah. whatever they want. Yeah. And to hear that was like so encouraging and it was super cool. And it just kind of, I was just so glad that we decided to do it. And then, you know, quarantine hit and we had to take a break, but yeah. we didn't take a break because we just started. Formulating ideas, doing a bunch of other things. Mm -hmm. Started um, uh, Natural Action uh, yeah. Wine Club, the nonprofit, with a few other wine professionals and whatnot, and that definitely propelled us into the more into the public eye because of the the press we received from it. Let's go ahead and talk about Natural Action. A little um, <laughs> I don't want to commandeer the whole thing, um, <laughs> but but um, yeah, Natural Action started because uh homie eric uh-oh <laughs> i hope that got off the microphone the i just hope that there was a, a whole bumble it's debris, it's debris. Oh, oh man he just, I know Luga, guys. <laughs> but that was funny oh man anyway <laughs> um <laughs> Um, <laughs> my homie Eric that has good boy wine um, he had reached out to our buddy Cam Porter uh, him and his wife Mar Marlon Sosa Porter ha have amplified wines up in uh, Santa Maria and um, they reached out to us um, just knowing us being you know well it was during the, the uh, a lot of the protests for uh, and mm -hmm. and and uh and whatnot Enjoy for it. black rights you know yeah. and and whatnot uh, during quarantine and so eric reached out to cam cam reached out to us knowing you know young black dudes into wine um and what we knowing what we have been doing with wine and it was and, like and and, and yeah that's uh, and then yeah. so like and then also khalil has <clears throat> his his nine to five career, or I don't even know if it's nine to five, might be 
nine to nine. It's all day within the within the arts and specifically African American art and historical items and whatnot. So, and I know he can expound on that, but knowing all of those oh, I things, <laughs> yeah, uh, knowing all though all those things about us collectively, Cam thought we'd be the right people to talk to about doing something, mm. and it wasn't even an idea for a nonprofit. It wasn't even an idea for a wine club. It was just to make a wine and give the profits to someone like Black Lives Matter or something like that. But we got with some other folks, uh, um, our homegirl, Justin Tribune, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you have, uh, uh, shoot, I'm tripping. Uh, we have Katie, we got uh, <laughs> Saman Mitchelson. Um, yeah, so a few women of color you know um also in the wine industry working in the wine industry and we all just felt like we got together on these zoom calls none of us knew each other except we knew cam but that was it and he kind of brought us all together we got on these zoom calls we thought we could do more than just make a bottle of wine and give the money away to somebody else we thought we could be a lot more active and a lot more uh forthcoming with with what we wanted to do and after shooting around some ideas, we landed on a nonprofit wine club. Yeah. And that's how Natural Action was born. Um, and that, like I said, it gave us a lot of press. So Westside Winos, me and Khalil, part of Westside Winos, started to get more attention because of that as well. Mm-hmm. So there you go. What, what are we drinking now? This is, uh, we're staying in New York. Nice. This cider? Is, um, cider. Beautiful. Because I'm trying to convert Justin. Yeah, I don't hear enough about cider. <laughs> I always enjoy it. The ciders I had here last time were wonderful. So this is a golden russet from the Finger Lake Cider House, and and this was kind of meaningful to me because it was sort of the one that turned my whole head about cider. Because I was uh, I took my mom on a little mother son thing up in the Finger Lakes. Mm. Because um, I had just heard about the wine, and we're just driving along, and I see this big sign that says organic cider, and we're just like, <laughs> pull in. And you could, you know, at the time, like, I, I think they've stopped doing tastings. You can do like a flight and stuff like that now, but at the time, you could sort of do like a tasting at the bar. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, so I, I started tasting it, and it just dawned on me, I was like, this is just like wine, like all these different varieties of apples they all give different textures and flavor profiles and acidity and you know tannins and and like and then you can blend them and then you can do them sweet you can do them dry you know like it gave you the whole whole pantheon of of flavors that you can do just like wine and and it wasn't that sweet insipid stuff that you get like at a bar when you order a cider it was like champagne it was like really is crisp and beautiful and like when i said is is this cider i was almost like right kind of a question mark at the end of it Mm -hmm. yeah man i've had some beautiful ciders um over the years man some that i've bought two three times over just because they're just so in that same vein of like champagne yeah really really good really complex yeah really beautiful stuff and like I said, the last time I came over to visit and just hang, yeah, we had a couple. We had a couple of ciders that were just remarkable to me. Yeah, yeah. One was like a maybe a rosé, like mm-hmm. a, a like a pink cider. Yeah, right? yeah. This, um, is, this is beautiful too. Cheers, guys. Cheers. cheers. Yeah. Um, just before you uh, acquired land up there, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is what made me want to say, acquire whoa, land up public, there. Is that public information? <laughs> no, no, I was kind of... Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I guess it is at this point. Before you started boss balling? <laughs> the empire. Expanded the empire. Shooting buffalo with bows and arrows from a skeet, helicopter. Skeet shooting. <laughs> uh, uh, um, Got a 10-mile lake out back called Lake Barnett. Lake Barnett. <laughs> We own the whole county. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. Have you guys been to the Finger Lakes? No, no. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. I haven't done a lot of shows up. That's upstate New York. Yeah, upstate. Yeah, I haven't done a lot of upstate New York. Yeah, um, yeah. It's. But I have done a it's little. A, it's a world away from, really is, from the city. Yeah, yeah. I haven't actually put my beautiful. finger in many lakes. No, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's about a toe. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I got an aqua sock. <laughs> so how how did you end up at offhand man so and why can i just ask why the name offhand well <laughs> great question um offhand really is is what we landed on and really it was taryn and justin that that uh that came up with it and really how do we how do we embody or in 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 a, in a word our approach to wine right mm. kind of a casual you mm. know non-snobby non-snobby exactly. thing that that right. we were already doing with west side winos how do we oh, like how that. do we you know articulate that for a bar in a bar right, sense right. and so offhand was was one that stuck and we loved it because you know like an offhand remark or you know something like that or or thought it it, it, it was that mm. for us so that that's how offhand came about you nice. know and really just an extension of of what we are trying to insert into the world of wine, you know, as West Iwanos and offhand, it's just, you know, this this thing that where the barriers are removed. You're trying to insert you know? something inside the world of wine. Pause. <laughs> no, pause. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, but, you know, we're trying to, uh, giving you, you know, fill in, fill fill something that fill something that we feel is missing. Yeah, you know, and that's how we that's what we're doing with offhand. But now it, it uh, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> well, come to offhand. Yeah, so now Justin you know it said, really was said, said a name. I can't remember, and I can't remember what he said either. I just Spitballed. felt like I just yeah, we we were just talking. It didn't we didn't even have a location. It was none. It was like literally a dream of ours to have a wine bar, you know. Yeah. And and you know you when you have that collective dream, you know you just bring up stuff all the time. What yeah. if we do this? What if we do that? Right, right. And Justin, just one night we were just talking, and he was like, "Yo, what if we named it this?" And I can't remember what it was. It was but similar to like that nonchalant. Yeah, yeah it, it was. It was like nonchalant. Like yeah, let's right. say he said that. I'm not. I'm not saying that was the word. But it was just for me. I don't like names that are too on the nose. I think I like names yeah. that are a little bit more, you know. Yeah. And obtuse and like he I said I like the direction of it but that sounds too on the nose and I, was, and I, and I just went I don't even know if I said that to him I just said that to myself and I went home and I just was kept it, thinking about it was it casual wine bar casual it, it was something bar. like funny that enough, but it was like something like that funny enough we, we used to have a, <laughs> right. funny enough we used to have a bicycle crew <laughs> called the a cycling crew rather called the casuals yeah that's, um, that's funny we no no like no like real loud <laughs> hey, they did a, a um, napa trip too we did yeah we did a napa trip that i mean everything was you bikes. know i mean all of, all of what we've been doing for a long time always was inclusive of food and, yeah. and, and nice. wine. yeah um you know down to that type of thing but yeah so but it, uh, offhand is an extension of just what or the evolution rather of what we had started like 
Yeah. I think of just being friends and and um, doing something for the love and fun of it. Yeah. And collect, you know, kind of collectively building a community around that of people that you know we were like, wow, there's like a whole, there's a lot of people like us or that appreciate what we're doing. And one thing led to another. We kind of set that intention pre-pandemic around like, you know, well, what if we, what if we ultimately, you know, what if we start kind of moving towards a, a, a bar? Really, it was like. We kind of were throwing a few different things out, tasting room, you know, that type of thing. And really, it started to kind of build a little, you know, develop a little business plan and kind of start, you know, scouting some locations and things like that. And then the pandemic, you know, sucked all the wind out of that. And um, but we came back around to it after. the Well, actually, throughout the pandemic, we were still working really hard. We were we were doing a lot of things online through the lens of music and wine tasting. We were doing private tastings for companies and you know all kinds mm-hmm. of different things and um t and i would meet every week like t was the only person that i saw outside of my wife you know what i mean and dogs <laughs> like during the pandemic mm-hmm. he would come over every friday and we would sit out on my patio and we would he would bring a few bottles of wine i would have a few bottles and literally we would drink four or five bottles that on a friday for hours I'm just and like to music. and just yeah, listen to music, put it all online, and just continue like kind of like you mm. know building a community on 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 Instagram primarily, and uh, yeah, we got back out of the pandemic and got right back to business as far as the uh, the wine tastings, and at the friend bar, right. but the 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 community had grown so much from from you know then to then, so we had a line down the street the first friendly market back and wow. primarily it was due to the wine tastings and what we had been wow. able to, to cultivate throughout and uh, we just kept going and um, about I don't know a year and a half or so ago a friend of ours named uh, who has a coffee shop and is doing his restaurant tour he had reached out to us and he's building a restaurant in our neighborhood where T and I live and um, he was like yo I, I uh you know, building this restaurant, y'all would would y'all be interested in doing some wine things with us? Like perhaps running the wine program. I also think that there's a great space for a wine lounge slash you know store if possible. So we went and checked it out, and we you know told Justin about it. Kind of started you know we were interested for sure, mm-hmm. uh, but it didn't quite work out like the way that we thought it would. And mm-hmm. so we opted kind of you know kind of declined you know to move forward on it. But shortly after that, the offhand opportunity came to us, and that was uh, through. Um, Taryn's partners at off at at the friend, oh. you know. Yeah, Jared Meisler. Uh, yeah, yeah, good, Shouts good out. old Jared, <laughs> uh, who who nice. was was working on a coffee concept in Santa Monica, nice. and had the foresight to see that the space could be used on you know throughout the day, not just not just during the day, but also also at night, and had really been watching what we were doing, had been doing, and, and was like, yo, I think this is a perfect place for a wine bar. You all are you interested? And uh, we all said yes immediately. Yeah, it is a perfect place. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so I had I'll, I'll, I wanted to just say like, when people come in, when I'm working, and people come in, I ask them like, "Hey, have you been in here before?" Because you know we're still new. It's like November. You guys opened November twenty October October yeah. October yeah. October. Yeah. October. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, shoot, right? Late almost October. almost November. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, October twentieth. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. we don't, we'll never forget it. Never. Um, I, you know, I ask people if they're new, and if they say yeah, I'm like, well, welcome, you know. And the the idea here, like, we're all West Coast natural wine, 
domestic natural wine. The idea being like if you if you walked into a wine bar in Paris, they're not going to serve you California wine. So you just walked into a wine bar in Los Angeles. You know, we're not going to serve you anything but California wine. Right. right. Um, and it immediately clicks with people. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, it's like a light goes off yeah. for the first time. That's the funny thing. It's like mm-hmm. people never thought like, oh, you would go into a wine bar and actually drink wine that's only from that area. Right, <laughs> like right, like yeah. you do everywhere right. else everywhere in the world. Everywhere else in the world. Yeah. And I think like what's behind that is such a cool thing about just uh, respecting, first of all, your local community, the, the where you're from, like respecting that and appreciating it, valuing it in a way that I think like we often... You know, we, we fetishize other things that that aren't where we are. You know, we often look overseas. But I think when you, like, value where you are, it makes you invest more in it. It makes mm. you turn it into a more beautiful place. Like, it makes you care more about it. Do You know, want, you want to make it worthy of the the respect that you're already giving it, in sure. a way. And I that's what I love about it. But that's me. That's yeah. my whole outsider's yeah. take yeah, no. on I mean, what you guys have done. But what no, you didn't. What we're all about, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, I think initially, when I thought of thought of when I'm thinking about it, like before there was a bar and anything, when we were just doing tastings, whether it was at the friend or other event spaces, I think because we were the West Side Winos and because we were like I think naturally drawn to a lot of not just California but West Coast winemakers um I was like why don't we just focus on that you know mm-hmm. like I it wasn't it, it wasn't like some crazy like you know drawn out like thought process about it. it was like we there's just so much good shit that we just keep getting from right around the way yeah. you know what I mean and that's, right? and that's and, but that's yeah. and that's also how you've always thought you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. in terms of, you know, yeah, before food. wine, before everything yeah, has yeah. always been, you know, how, how to how to represent where we're from, mm-hmm. you know, and how to support where we're from in the process. Yeah. Like Taryn's always been really big on that. I just think that I, I mean, there's no I don't think it's wrong to think big. You should definitely think big. As a matter of fact, I think thinking big initially and then starting to dial it back is actually a smart way to go about a lot of different things. So, you know, I, I think just there's just always just like I always think small is better. Like coffee. Yeah, uh, yeah that thing. That's I'm saying, that look like some flat. Coke. Just pour us coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. I didn't mean to. Yeah. This is. Yeah. Uh, you can't, I, get, I don't, don't want to spoil this. One. Yeah. Yeah. I like what Terrence no. said. Like it just felt so natural when he said, "Let's drink from our backyard. Let's drink from California." Yeah. And yeah. we were all like, "Oh, well, of course, we already kind of do." But like, let's. Yeah. I mean, there was no questions about it. We just well, leaned right, right into it. And we were learning so much, yeah. you know, as well about not just Napa and Sonoma. Exactly. You know what I mean? We were mm-hmm. learning about... You won't find a lot of Napa wine in our shop. Nah, like we mm. we were learning about the whole of <laughs> California reasons. and Washington, Oregon, you know, all the, all up and down the Pacific. And we were we were really impressed. Yeah. And, you know, the, to Terrence's point, like... There, it, we work so well together because we are thinking from a lot of different levels at the same time. Like all of us are thinking big, but at the same time bringing things back to certain core core values and and things that we believe in. And also, it's the way that you you know you get to that big picture by staying down on the vision that you have instead of trying to go into everything. You do you know you do one or a few things really well. Yeah. And then you build from there, you know, and that's yeah, what yeah. that's really what we honed in on. And you know, in a, in a sense, in a way, 
what we're doing is exactly what natural winemakers are doing when it comes to a sense of place. You know what I mean? And, and really, we're just doing that in, you know, a brick and mortar way. Yeah. Right. A- this, this, this really, this representation of of the soil of where we're from you know yeah. what i mean and and this sense of place and pride of place you know is really i think the ethos that we that we work with Absolutely. i love it i mean i've i mentioned this to t but you know the thing that i'm trying to convince you guys that you you're actually practicing a form of permaculture you mm-hmm. know what i mean i think people forget that permaculture is also about community it's not just agriculture it's like it's the it you know people are a part of the whole system and Absolutely. and a social permaculture is creating these structures, creating systems, creating a culture, creating these you know businesses that reflect the terroir, that support the terroir, that respect the terroir, that enhance it, that provide a space and a way for it to like. Well, I mean, I should say in addition to like the cool thing about it being local, you know, I love the work that you guys do, just sourcing great producers who are doing good farming i mean you know doing the best farming that we can find you know i mean obviously you're hampered by the the supply chain to a certain degree but you're asking the questions i know you guys are asking the questions which i love and so few people are doing that so few people care about it first of all um and there are some great wine bars in la don't get me wrong that are asking those questions but like but um yeah it's it's really important i mean like having a place where the farming is valued. I mean, I, you know, we're sitting here at Crenshaw crew under the vines and stuff. And the whole point of this is to reconnect people that come here to this idea that like, this is where what's in your glass came from, you know, and you are part, you know, this is your, you're, you're helping to support this. Like your, your choices of what you drink actually make this possible, make this kind of farm, make better farming possible because you're choosing what you're drinking. I always felt it was so distant to drink uh, foreign wine. Like I love Austrian wine. I love German wine. I love a lot of, I love a lot of wine, but I can't go see it as often as I can just go to Los Olivos or, yeah, or Cucamonga Valley or, you know, or even just up north in uh, San Benito or Sierra Foothills, one of my favorite places. Things that are right in your backyard that you can actually go hold and see and feel the soil, know what the soil actually looks like, Mm. you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and so I mean, I, I like w- w- I love when I'm pouring for people. I can be like, pretty much ninety five percent of the farming behind the wines in here is organic. You know, like which yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, or that's yeah, that's great. Or they're trying their best. They're yeah. moving towards it. Yeah, you know, right. not everything's going to be certified, especially in California. Right. But I like what you said about community too, man, because there's so much community with farmer to winemaker now too, because no one. Yeah. There's so little that are like you know, generation-owned land like, you know, Europe is. We don't have that in California. You pay the farmer, you go check your own rows, mm-hmm. work with them, put your hands on the soil, on the on the grapes if you're better than most, and then you bring those back to where you're at and you make the wine, you know, which I think is awesome. I think it's a lot more community-driven. Guinness. <laughs> yeah, we're drinking Guinness. Who's drinking Guinness? What is this? It's like saffron. Nah, look at the bubbles. It's like this like a yellow. There's a yellow. Yeah, there's a yellow, yellow ring. Yeah. This is like turmeric. This is yeah. right. <laughs> it's like green. It's almost green, right? Like a green. What are you giving a sludge? Green coffee. Tasty sludge. Though. <laughs> it's actually a lot sweeter than it looks. Guinness yeah. wine. Yeah. This so, persimmon wine. So now we're in mm-hmm. Texas. This is a selection from Wild Texas Wines. This is, so Wild Texas Wines, uh, Austin Glasscock, 
who I interviewed for this, um, he has moved back to his family ranch and is harvesting only native stuff that he doesn't cultivate from that grows on the property. It's only like 100 acres. Um, so he's got, this is a Texas persimmon wine that he also has aged in native pecan. Interesting. I thought I caught You know what's dope about that? Get some nuts? Yeah, you know what's dope about that? That is the wood that Sorry. they mainly use in Texas to barbecue. Oh, yeah. It's pecan wood. There you go. Yeah. If you go to Dallas, one of the best barbecue spots in Dallas, Texas is called Pecan Lodge. Nice. And that's all they use for their wood to uh, fire up everything. Isn't this crazy? This is crazy. It's way better this is than really cool. wood. As a matter of fact, it doesn't taste anything like it looks. Too quick. The smell is crazy. Yeah. So... And I love persimmons. Even he does. This doesn't taste anything. He like works persimmons. with prickly pears. He works with mm. uh, what else does he work with? Uh, juniper, um, mesquite. He does a mesquite pod wine. Interesting. Yeah. You can taste that pecan in there too. Yeah, that's what I, I call that's it. Like, crazy. Yeah, off this is ill, dude. This is super dope. Like, is that crazy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, What's I don't the alcohol? Shit like this. Eleven. Eleven. All right. Yeah. Can I see the bottle? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, Texas is. There's a lot of cool stuff there. I yeah, just don't I've know t- much about it. I've tasted. I've tasted a few great wines from Texas. Um, some really good stuff. Man. Yeah. Like once again, I was in Dallas. Shout out to my boy Mark, who lives in Dallas, and um, went to a couple restaurants and just tried some stuff from from Texas that was beautiful. Yeah. Even prior to that, over at uh, Tabula Rasa, they've had some Texas wines on there. Oh yeah. On there on there by the glass list in the past that were really like one was so fucking good I, I like had to buy it like instantly nice. right after it was really really good um yeah like, so yeah Texas is doing great things I've tasted great things from Virginia North Carolina that's what's so crazy um, yeah man about all of this you yeah, know? yeah yeah it's like yeah. You, you, you start seeing that this is possible right you know what I mean all over the place absolutely yeah and that's the thing. It makes it, to me, it makes it possible. Once, like, what you guys are talking about as far as permaculture and whatnot, it makes offhand possible yeah. in a lot of different ways. Exactly. Yeah. Because if we open one, you know, more on the eastern, it's like eastern a side, there's, there's, yeah. there's places. Like, there's, yeah. we can go to Vermont. We can go to New, upstate New York. We can go to Maryland and all these Virginia and all these places and get things that are not too far away. Yeah. And um, I think that's just it's super encouraging. Yeah. Um, and I and I, and it's dope too because I've seen people and you know people think of business as competition and I get it, but there's folks that have definitely seen what we're doing and I've seen it change in Los Angeles amongst the wine bars. I've seen certain people pull in more West Coast winemakers yeah. than they than they had before. They were mainly you know, holding French and other European varietals. But I think it's dope more than anything because we're here to support that yeah. community. And if somebody realizes on the late freight because they saw what we were doing, hey, we, we even if their intention is not to support, it's just to be on trend or something weird like that. Yeah. It's still helpful. It's still, it's still very helpful. We I know a lot of these winemakers as we all at this table know like a lot of these winemakers this is a passion it's a labor of love they don't make tons and tons and tons and tons of wine like that 
Um, a lot of them work for larger wineries to keep the, the you bills. know, the bills paid. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, if we can do our, our part, because it has to be an ecosystem, right? So it has to be a structure to it. Somebody has to make the wine. Somebody has to sell the wine. Somebody has to drink the wine, you know. Yeah. And so we we play our part. We uh-huh. you know we sell the wine, whether it's by the glass or by the bottle. We do our best. I mean, you know, Justin is a wizard back there, you know, letting people know. Um, you know the good word about everything that we have on our menu you know and people leave with a lot more knowledge than they came in the door with and that's that's I think the biggest thing that we have to offer is we have information you know mm-hmm. and along the way you're having a good time you're drinking you're listening to music you're in an environment that's comfortable like you said not pretentious and that's how we started and that's how we're gonna keep it yeah you know I can't tell you guys the number of first dates that have happened. You guys not only spreading the love with wine, but you might be making babies happen. Hey, I'll tell you this. It's a ladies' night. It's a ladies' night every night. And we're seeing, we're seeing first dates. Same, same person, same person. Oh, yeah. Same Man, person, new first, first date. Yeah, yeah. New first date. I'm, I'm, All the time. Hey, Reggie, I'm sorry. I might have got you in trouble. <laughs> exactly. We act like we don't know you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll try our best. Sometimes they ask me if like they think he's all right or not. Yeah, yeah. Is he cool? I'm like, ah, you can do better. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the one where I'm like, so what's his name? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> like they give me like, oh, what's the name on the tab? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, can we close out our tab? I was like, what's his name? Like, I don't know. Uh, this, one, this one girl comes in, she's like, yeah, I brought my, this guy I'm dating in here, and I was so embarrassed. He doesn't know anything about natural wine, and he thought he knew everything about wine, and he was, I guess he was discussing certain things with Justin, but he was, he was, he was off. Like, you right, know what right. I mean? He didn't, he didn't really know what he was talking about. And so she came in. And she was like, that's why he's not with me now. Like, you know, kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. But then she felt bad. And then she called him. And then he comes over. And he ends up sitting down. And his whole thing, for whatever reason, I don't know where he got this information. He thought if it was an old world varietal, that it can't be natural wine. So oh. he thought it depended on the variety of the grape. Yeah, so, yeah, he kept saying, <laughs> yeah, so, so he kept saying, well, but that's Pinot Noir. That can't be that natural wine. I was like, where, where are you getting this information from? I and like then, this guy, actually. I but it was him. cool because <laughs> it was cool because I got to t- let him know. You know what I mean? I got to give him information, and he walked away that much more intelligent. You know what I mean? From Love that, that exactly. night. If we weren't there, somebody like myself, you know, I'm, I'm – very understanding of people having their first experiences with natural wine or wine period period yeah right i try to be very gentle very gentle and you are man yes you are and you are you even wear gloves um (laughs) (laughs) literally i do but but yeah i mean it's 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 that it's you know people are having their first time experiences with wine natural wine with us and i think it is a blessing for us because you get a chance to create a customer that only believes in you because they got all their information from you. Yeah. If they enjoyed everything, if they had a good time, they're like, I'm coming there because I trust these guys right. and I trust that staff and I trust what they have to say and what they have to offer. And so if it's if we're polite, if we're cool, 
if the environment's dope and then you walked away with more information more knowledge you're coming back yeah that's it and, and so yeah and it's know, a fun place it's a fun place it's a fun place it's <laughs> it, you know it, it it's it's a place that people want to come back to because it's in, it's inviting you yeah. know and, and um you know just the way we want it yeah i i'm i'm sorry i wasn't like scanning my phone like mm. i was trying to look something up i wanted to read to you guys we had women arm wrestling there on saturday <laughs> did you really on friday night oh my god it wasn't yeah. an event it just happened <laughs> yeah, it just happened. happened it just happened over the top over the top female edition <laughs> crazy. it was great that's awesome i don't know how that popped off but it happened for a good solid 15 minutes that is amazing Did women's any arm cycle wrestling. cycle through like more than one was there a challenge oh it was more it was one girl that was challenging all of her friends and she was murdering them (laughs) and i'm talking about these are very pretty women they're in like six inches you know like they're in heels right everything not not arm wrestling gear i'll tell you that whatever that is they weren't in it you know i remember over the top and uh they didn't slice alone didn't have on they didn't look look anything like that (laughs) no they didn't look anything like that and uh and they were getting busy, and it was funny, and it was fun. So much to the point, she turned around and she challenged me that to arm wrestle her, and and my and my buddy who was also there, my buddy Jamal. Well, no, you 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 threw him to the wolves. I threw him to the wolves. He walked right into it. I said, "Hey, yeah, get him!" And she just grabbed his head like, "Come on!" But it was fun. But it's a fun place, and stuff like that happens. <laughs> it's great. Oh, it's great. What do you think about that? I think it's really cool, man. I do. Too. I do it's too. kind of addicting. But so, look at look at the tent that it leaves. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, this is something else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. It, it tastes does. nothing like it looks. It, exactly. It really does look it's like a lot like lighter body with like a looks. yellow uh-huh. green. Oh man, you got a, to it. a little. You got a split. Yeah, this is something yeah, else do. here too. Uh-oh. This is something else. Oh, so this split. Now we're, go- <laughs> now we're just skeptical. We're going to North Dakota. North Dakota. Wow. Dakota near Fargo. All right, all right, oh, man. Right of Fargo, I love that TV a, show. Little place called Kindred and okay. a movie. Now this is not flatland, yeah. I mean, this is, is. Like barren it's, almost. It's yeah. like so. I mean, here, let me read this to you. Uh, the, 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 a blend of frost and fire. The, yeah, I can't speak. Obviously, a blend of Take fa- your time. frost and fire. Fire and ice. <laughs> exactly. This wine reflects a landscape which has some of the most extreme temperature variations on the planet. Yeah. Negative 60 degrees in the dead of winter mm. and 120 in the summer. Mm. So this wine is going to be sweet. This is Kessel. Well, <laughs> well, it's sweet because it's aperitif, 20% alcohol, blended with... Uh, really harvesting. This is so local honey oh. crop with indigenous farmed grapes. So oh, wow. they are farming... Grapes that they've literally pulled from the riverside. These are uh-huh. Vitis riparia grapes that they pulled from the riverside on their ranch and put into like a little That's vineyard situation. Gotcha. Look at that. Even on the rinse, it's like green yellow. I'm telling you, man. It's outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> and this is going to be something else entirely. Looks like smells like out. a port. This looks like something it's, I would get. I mean, get. I can just tell it looks like it's going to be a port. Right? But it's the bottle looks like something. At first, yeah, when you said it's grease, I thought of, I thought about more like you know ice wine. The bottle oh, looks yeah, like yeah, something yeah, I, I would get at the uh, at the uh, Hyatt Regency. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's nothing. Right, tell you, make cool cocktail with this too. There is nothing wrong with this. I got some um, apple brandy. I've been so, to bring. 
Venus Repairia. Uh, I know that he. It's like Sherry. Yeah, it's like a Sherry port. Like, yeah. Oxidized mm-hmm. nose. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at all. Called the Nordic Killer bees color, on the swamp. Killer bees on the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> Going back for his honey, man. Yeah, he smelled that honey. Killer Come bees your on eyes. the swamp. By the way, we have killer bee honey on the table. <laughs> Uh, from you're gonna have from a, Crenshaw Crew. You're going to have a hell, hell of an <laughs> <Yeah>. editing job. <laughs> what? It's all staying in. That's all right. <laughs> so cheers this, to that. Yeah, cheers. So uh, a little something sweet. Cheers. Mm. Oh, you know what? I'm going to give you something dry after this. I, maybe I should have stayed stayed with this. I'd probably like a palate cleanse after this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is no joke. This is wow. the North. So this is a uh, North to Kessel Ring. This is what I feel like, like Vikings drink. It, he's a Viking. There this guy's go. a Viking. There yeah, that's his whole point. <laughs> Nort. He said that's Nort. his whole point. Nort. <laughs> and what? I, oh, there he is. Yeah, there, there, is. is. <laughs> there it is. I mean, so pretty like, good, man. That's pretty I good. Lo- like, okay, this is so, again sticking with the local thing. I wanted you guys to taste some other local stuff. So you had that Texas wine that literally is just sourced from indigenous wild stuff that he's not even farming. Mm-hmm. This is. Literally, like, the native grape that's growing on the riverside, the Vitus Riparia that's growing on the ranch right next to the vineyard. He just took it, fr- like, from the riverside and stuck it in the ground in the in a vineyard situation so he can actually, like, take care of it and uh-huh. harvest it. And then local honey. And then even the oak that this is aged in is from Minnesota, so right across right, the border okay. in Minnesota. So, like, like, honestly, like, this is what wine was mm. forever. Like, right. it yeah. wasn't until right. the modern last hundred years where it became this, like, you must import French and Italian and whatever, you know, stuff to have wine. Like, this is what wine was. You know, this is like, it it was local. It was made from whatever was around you, whatever, yeah. And you made, like, amazing, incredible, weird, interesting, unique stuff. Everywhere you went, you try something different, you know, because you had different ingredients everywhere you go. Just like, you have have persimmons in Texas, you have honey and these Venus Riccaria up there. You got apples in New York. I love love it, man. I love Mm. all this stuff because I feel like, you know, I don't know. People always come to the bar and they ask. I'm sure they ask Justin. I'm sure they ask Khalil. And I'm sure they ask you, like, what, what would you drink right now? Or what's your mm-hmm. favorite wine right, right now? And, yeah. and for me, I drink according to my mood. You Same. know, and, yeah. and so, you know, if it's hot and there's something like this lemon yeah. joint is perfect. Like right, to me, right. or this, this cider. Both, both of these are very refreshing yeah. Yeah. and like whatever and whatnot. Like, this on a cold night. Yeah. This is By heavy. campfire. Fuck yeah. Man, it's it's sweet. It's like after dinner or something yeah. like that. It's yeah. like a great aperitif. Um but all of this stuff makes sense at a different place and time. You know what I yeah. mean? And I and I love that. If it's quality if it's done at a quality level, I think that's what matters most to me. Yeah. Even if I don't drink a lot of like digestifs or, or aperitifs or whatever yeah there's a moment in time that i want it yeah you know what i mean it's all yeah. part of an experience yeah it's all part, it's all of, an part of an experience for exactly. sure exactly well and this is this is wonderful no it's really nice no, thanks for and it's not it's not too yeah. heavy this is it's, uh, it's still it's still fairly light little. when it comes to yeah yeah you know? no it's sweet yeah yeah because growing man i used to have, man my parents liked you know ports and yeah. Sherry's and everything. And it's like, acquired it was, taste, man. Yeah, it was yeah, too man. much for me. Like yeah. I, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't. Sherry is. You know, it can be tough. Um, at times. But something like this is really nice. But you know, one of the things for me in just kind of the overall natural winescape and learning and everything over the years was when I was traveling. Oh, I'm sorry, little 
I forget what you call those. I stepped on yeah, them. the fig eaters. Didn't mean it. Sorry. Blues <laughs> <laughs> um, <Those> a killer. <laughs> I didn't mean it at all. They're beautiful. They are. Um, was that like I was in Italy actually? I was I was at a family's home in Tuscany, family friends, and they have vines in the in their in their back. And they make wine, mm-hmm. and they, it's just for the house, mm-hmm. you know. And I had, you know, we had jumped off in the natural wine, you know, into natural wine over the years. This is probably 2016 or something like that. And it, I had this epiphany. I was like, holy shit! Like this right. is all like everything, yeah. you know what I mean? Table wine, house wine, whatever it may be. Like these, by and large, are people, it's, you know, farming and producing in a certain way. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh right, right. You know, and 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 that's when that, it all making that connection, making yeah, that connection was all was all like it. okay, yeah. like you know, this isn't industry. Yeah, you know what I mean. This is this is just this is something part, very very human, part of human culture, very yeah. part of, very much part of human culture. You yeah. know, and 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 that's what's so beautiful about you know the quote unquote natural wine scene. You know, overall for me and I and for all of us is that people are able to do to work with what they have in their regions yeah you know what i mean and and doing great work yeah and providing something that people have not experienced before yeah i mean a a lot of you know a lot of this what you see around you was inspired well i mean i always wanted to do i always wanted to get my hands in like I liked that this was mostly just a yard when we moved here because I was like blank slate I can do whatever I want mm-hmm. and I knew I had visions but it's also like that idea of you travel and you go on these vacations to Italy or to France or to wherever you go and see these beautiful places with all this like historic culture and the thing that I would come back and be like you know what if I'd like instead of saving up and spending all this time and energy going to Italy I put all that resources into building that culture at my house, like yeah. building what they have at home so that it's a place that like I is just as beautiful that, you know, is 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 a place that people want to come and visit. You Absolutely. know, like that. And I don't know. There's something about that, too, like building that culture. That's, that's, building that's that. awesome. I mean, you, you realize, I think, through all of these types of things, you realize how much of your or of our perspectives or our interests are really marketed to us yeah you know what i mean or, yep. or, and promoted to us yep. as far as what we're supposed to be doing or or how we're supposed to be thinking mm-hmm. and then you have those things that actually man turn those turn those notions on their ear mm-hmm. to where you start looking at everything differently right yep. and you start having a different set of values and a different sense of pride in terms of in in yeah. in, in terms of where you're from and where you yeah. are well, you have to think about it. Like, I, a, a lot of people come to us, and this is also prior to us even having offhand. This is, this is um, us just doing our tastings and, and whatnot. Um, a lot of, uh, I think even the one of the, the proponents that pushed us to start doing the tastings as well was because we had friends saying, well, what is that in your glass? And, and you go, oh, right when you go, oh, well, why don't you taste it? They go, I, oh, I don't know enough about wine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like, if I passed you a Coca-Cola, you're not going to be like, I don't know enough about soda. You know what I mean? Or Use if I pass you a juice, yeah, yeah you're out. just going to taste it and say if you like it or not. And yeah. then and then that's going to be the end of it. And, you know, wine has this, this, this barrier, this invisible right. barrier built around it. 
of prestige and 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 whatnot that people feel like they have to have all this excess knowledge to enjoy the beverage right and it's it's just it literally is a drink right and i mean <laughs> look if you want to nerd out about it that's what we do right. that's our side of it and if you want to do that we're more than happy to do that with you yeah but if you just want to figure out something that you like I, I, that's all I care about is somebody walking away and saying, I really enjoy this. I don't care if you buy the same glass of wine over and over and over and over and over and over again, or the same bottle over and over and over again. At least you found something that you like. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, because people are scared to figure that out. Because And it sucks. It's crazy that people don't yeah. feel that they have the authority to say what they like themselves yeah you know what i mean yeah. they feel like they have to have some type of crazy like the blessing yeah of the, of yeah. The intelligence, and, yeah and yeah and be able like to that. talk shop with you the whole time and, and right. give you all these all this terminology yeah that's not necessary in order for you to just enjoy something that is literally just a drink and the reason i'm bringing that up is because of what khalil said the origins of this drink is a neighborhood thing it is adam right. adam down the street makes the best wine right, we make right. wine too but ours is shit when we really have when we have a party we go get adam's wine you know what i mean because right, right, he's totally. the neighbor that really puts right. his foot into start, it like trying to figure yeah, out what he's doing like, exactly his secrets out it's no it, different know? than barbecue it's <laughs> like yeah we had a barbecue right, it was right. cool but my man around the corner justin was over there he was tearing it up man he was smoking <laughs> things for two days and you know all that kind of stuff yeah it's it's that it's yeah. communal yeah just as much as food is and yeah. this barrier that's been built and and i mean that's a whole different story and a whole different you know mm. um you know channel of conversation that we could be having about that but that barrier that was created has persisted for so long that people really believe that they don't have enough knowledge just to drink a drink yeah you know and and so i think a big part of what we do is also to dispel that myth it's like man just enjoy yourself yeah come here and enjoy yourself you know yeah. find out something about yourself you didn't even know oh yeah. i didn't know i would like this i never heard of skin contact wines i never had a natural wine in my life or whatever you know i mean literally we've all experienced that through offhand yeah numerous times now I you know, and it's still special every time somebody yeah. comes for the first time. I never had natural wine in my life. I never have. I never really been into wine. Dude, yesterday, I heard a dude yesterday say to another customer, man, I don't really drink wine. I'm a tequila dude. You know what I mean? Like, and it was and it was funny. But at the same time, it was like he's just trying to figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if he lands on something he likes, he may come back. He may buy a bottle. He might take it home, and he might have a newfound love for for what we all enjoy. I love when people come in and ask for uh, so the Sauvignon Blanc or the mm -hmm. Chardonnay, or do you have a cab? And mm -hmm. I'm just like, we do, but it's not going to be your grandma's. Yet. Let me, let me, let me. Yeah, that. Well, it's just like I was like, I'll I'll just confront them. I'll be like, are you asking because? It's familiar to you. Mm. Like, yeah. do you mind if I recommend something else? Or exactly. Just like, exactly I was like, we have a great Sauvignon mm. Blanc, but try this. Sometimes that mes that mezcal blanc it might yeah. taste more like a Chardonnay than our Chardonnay. Right. A like our Claret Blanc is more like a Chardonnay than our actual Chardonnay. <laughs> right. So Absolutely. it's like the Gruner is more like a Chardonnay. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> Man, exactly. I had an older woman tell me all she drinks is Cab Sauv, 
and I poured her a Syrah, and she was like, can I buy more bottles of yep, this? Yep. And and right, if right. I would have told her it was a Syrah before I poured it, she wouldn't have drank it. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. No, so, it's true, yeah. yeah so Sometimes I come in there and just want to get just like they're, what they're comfortable with, and that's fine, but but I'll always tell them what they're drinking because I'm not going to like dupe anybody and say like, no, here's your Chardonnay when it's actually greener. I want them to know that you're drinking a different wine and you like it, don't you? Right. So now you should maybe branch out a little bit more right, or that's maybe trust. Yeah, if you lied to them, it would defeat the purpose. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Right. You know, and I think maybe that's my biggest pet peeve with quote-unquote conventional wine is the reproduction of something to make it perfect every time. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, uh, my, my favorite part about not only the wine that we bring in and the wine that we focus on, but also food just yeah, in general right. is, and, and just the world in general. I love seasons. I love the fact that, yeah. I love Diversity the fact that every, yeah, right? that every <laughs> year, every year is not the same. Yes. You get more rain, Very you get more sun, exactly. you get these. El Nino. So, yeah. Like I go La to Nino. the farmer's market every Sunday and the fact that one i have to be patient to wait for stone fruit to come back around so blue eyes and nectarines right, right. and peaches not only it makes, makes you crave exactly. it and you actually want it more and then i remember oh these white nectarines were the shit last year and then for some reason they're, they're just not, not that great this year but the donut peaches are crazy yeah, you know yeah. what i mean that's like, fun man you're figuring it out yeah they're yeah. crazy donut peaches are crazy. exactly that's why i really <laughs> said it and then but but it, it's that it's that it's that i mean it's like last year the there's i i had two different varietals of figs but the green figs were really hitting way yeah. more than the mission figs and like it's like that anticipation that the to see and the adventure to actually have to taste through it it's all tangible yeah. you can't beat that no you yeah. know what i mean you can't beat that so when it comes to us having these types of wines and maybe last year's vintage of a certain wine was just spectacular and this year it's not the greatest but there's thousands hundreds of thousands of wines out there that you can try yeah. to find something else that will replace that this year yeah, for yeah. you and that's i think point. that's what's really fun you know yeah. wine is the one beverage that has a date and a place on it where it it's supposed to mean something when mm. you think about it it's unique in the beverage world mm. in that Instead of it, like, if there's a date on, like, scotch, it means, like, when and, you know, how long it's been in the bottle. Literally everything else is, like, a recipe that we drink. Wine is the only thing that, if you think about it, it's not, it's supposed to not be about us. It's supposed to be about reflecting the world. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. supposed yeah. to be reflecting yeah. the natural environment. Like, the this moment and place in the universe. And I, that's why it's special. So why do you want to take that away exactly. from it? You know, like, why do you want to kill that? And iron out all the all the little uh, kinks that yeah, come from variation from 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 being unique. And if it right. does taste the exact same every year, something wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I wish we had a video for how you just did that one. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Like kid, dynamite." <laughs> I wish we were, we were taking it. Because <laughs> if they don't, <laughs> but. But yeah, variety is the spice of life, if you ask me. I mean, I love things to be consistent, um, but when it comes to food and beverage, I think just that's want, the coolest thing. And, and you want it to be good. And you want it to be yeah. good. You just want it, it to be, be good. It ain't got to be the same, but... But I love the adventure. <laughs> I love the adventure of trying new things. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? What yeah, we did bro. here today, just sitting with you, 
we hadn't we you hadn't just had five tasted. Wines. Yeah. What's next? None of them are yeah. vinifera. None of, you have not tasted vinifera yet. No way. All the five wines you've had. So mm-hmm. not, not all vinifera has crossed your lips. Mm-hmm. Very I'm, cool, man. I'm about to uh, make some cross your lips. Talk amongst yourselves. Oh yeah. Talk about <laughs> talk Oh man. <laughs> we oh, talk all the time. And I tell you, man. You know, <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, man. I tell you, man. That Adam guy. Wait, what is, what is that hat, right? Khalil? Huh? What is that hat? I don't know. What hat do I got on? The, oh, this is bricks of wood. Oh, of course you're into the ears. I was just making sure it I'm wasn't that this uh, is vampire be. life. So, Adam, what kind of what grape is this? <laughs> this is the front yard. This is the straw. What love? God damn it. But I love that he says red wine only. Vampire. I don't actually. Some of that Jim Jones. Actually, it's more than Syrah. Oh, yeah? probably some of the sitting under. Don't insult awesome. me, Taryn. <laughs> I know, I know it was. And this, this There's no way in hell that I thought it was. Extends into here, yeah? I just want to know who so, did that. Who did it? Well, I mean, only in the sense that these had started to make this connection, and then I started braiding the Nerodavala with the Pinot here. Cool. Is there going to be a mutation happening, you think? Is that no, possible? I, think I want I'm them to just become a, I can't a stand it. That's um, cool. And then they'll, like, I'm I'm like, because then you won't even know which one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I know. Most unnatural of natural wines. <laughs> but I'll, what will happen is, well, definitely under the soil, these these roots from here go for sure all the way out to this post. Oh, okay. man. Um, and all the way over oh, the my God. Here, where they kind of start meeting with those. Lord. Which going nuts, too, those Sangiovese. I do want to ask, why, why, what is it with you about not caring about what the varietal is when you make wine? Because oh. don't you believe that they all do something different? And they of def- course. They, I know you do. But it's yeah, impossible yeah, yeah. not to, right? Yeah, but, yeah. Of mm. course, of course. No. More, it's that we're obsessed. And it's the thing I just talked about. So people come in and they'll say, like, do you have a Chardonnay or a Sauvignon Blanc? Or then, like, if they don't want to, if they don't even look at the menu, they'll just be like, do you have a Chardonnay? Yeah. If they look at the menu, they'll be like, I'll take the Sauvignon Blanc. Okay, it's true. And you know it's because that's what they know. Yeah. If they're familiar with it, they know that name, they recognize it. So if it didn't have that name, what would they order? They'd be forced to mm-hmm. think one moment longer, maybe ask you for a recommendation. Ask them a couple extra questions. Think about what they like and express it to you and say like, hey, I like this kind of wine. Can you recommend something like that? But the minute you give them a handle, they just think like, they. and now, and because of that, 70% of the wine industry in the U.S. is seven grapes. Literally yeah. seven, and they're all vinifera. Yeah. And that's because that, that comfort, because we've made wine this daunting thing that you isn't just about your neighbor you know, tearing down the street who's making bomb ass shit that you want to taste and find out and just drink it because you know Taryn makes it and like yeah. he's got a blend of stuff in his backyard you don't care what it is because his wine's delicious right, right? sure like, sure he gives and it yeah, to you for you free you're not questioning you know? anything you know what I, I mean I also kind of like this is it being like red wine but then you have flavor notes are crazy more exp- like descriptive about it because maybe they would right. ask you more about the red wine they want to drink at the moment being like do you want it more well, it's like, medium body bold it's that acid like, uh, you know it, and and maybe it's part of that thing too. Like if you're if you're blind, all of your other senses are heightened. Yeah. Like and if you don't have yeah, that yeah. name, right. you have to think more about all these other aspects of, of the wine. You know, you become more thoughtful about it because that that name becomes a handle. So that's cool. No, yeah. I like that. And you heard it here first. My first wine <laughs> that I'm coming out with is called Base. <laughs> Bomb ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> Kick of the shit, free base. <laughs> All right, I'm not Don't saying this me? is. Uh, oh, no, sorry, you ain't this, this was the first vintage back. from the front yard, uh, so it's, it, I'm not saying it's amazing. It's you know the very young vines, first time harvest. Don't be hard on yourself. 
Wait, what, what vintage? Uh, 2020. Okay. 2020. Yep. Um, so it's been sitting in bottle for a while. Nice. Got a little little bottle bouquet going on. Um, hey, hey, buddy. <laughs> Don't fall in the back. They can't ever get back up there. Kamikaze. He was having a tough time. <laughs> yeah, that was the, that was the one that Khalil. <laughs> yeah, because he's not here anymore. Take All right. See, they're, they're resilient. <laughs> that yeah. was probably him. Coming I, back I for more. It just, it just sucks <laughs> yeah. when I see him on their back and they can't get up. So you got to give him a little flip. You know? Thanks, Turtle. Skeleton. <laughs> cheers, um, to cheers, y'all. Crew. Thank you, Adam. Cheers, crew. Cheers. Hey, man. As many years as I, me and Khalil rolled up and down Crenshaw mm. in the gutter lane, mm. <laughs> <laughs> we never thought we'd be drinking wine from Crenshaw. Yeah, man, that's amazing. <laughs> I see you that much. That's so cool, man. Know, which is which is awesome, man. Well, you know, I mean, I I, I have I was blown away the first time that we you know had met. the opportunity to come visit you when we first met you. Actually, yeah, so, yeah. And I mean, and this was. A whole different setup. Yeah, yeah. In your backyard at the, the vines had been planted in the back here. So, mm-hmm. so Im- we were so impressed, and it was such. It's, it remains just a, just an incredible example of what you can do, you know, right here with you know with what yeah, you have. Absolutely. And, and uh, we we always salute you. Man. Love it. I love it. Well, I love Crenshaw Boulevard. I was just thinking about this because I we I poured some uh, some centralis at the mayor's residence which is we saw, yeah. I saw yeah. that, right man. at yeah. one end of on centralis yeah. and I pick dope. I pick prickly pears on I'm the coast th- on Rancho Palos Verdes which is the other end mm-hmm. I literally take Crenshaw all the way down right yeah. to the to the We're coast of the cliffs yeah. over the ocean that's crazy and you think about like and then it, it goes from the mayor's residence all the way to Rancho Palos Verdes and stretches through South Central on the way. Yeah. It's such a great yeah. boulevard. Like it, it, is. it is. Like it expresses it is. It the is. diversity of the city in so many ways. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. love it. I love it. And it's crazy well to think that, you know, this is definitely thought of as a hub for black culture, Crenshaw, mm-hmm. Crenshaw District, mm-hmm. Merck Park, and everything around it. Um, but it's crazy to think my parents are also from here. So my yeah. dad's from Watts and my mom's from Compton. And to think that my father can say man i i never even got as west as crenshaw until i was 21 years old wow and you know to think that is now is crazy because right. it's such a a populace of black culture here and that's what it's known for at this point right. you know but to think that black folks didn't even come across yeah. or come to this street Really? At that time, yeah. Well, this yeah, this neighborhood was built as a whites only neighborhood, a yep. covenant neighborhood. Yep, yeah. Yep. Same the, with Inglewood. Yeah, all of Inglewood. Crazy, isn't mm-hmm. that crazy to think about? And, a, I mean, Inglewood it's amazing. Was a Sunday on town. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. So the it's, other it's thing crazy. that this is, I mean, this is just the, what's amazing once you start to learn history. I mean, so the you know we just renovated this garage, and you know we also fixed up our house when we moved in here, and the timbers are pristine like literally two by four pieces of uh heartwood from the coastal redwoods like dark Mm. deep red undiminished in 80 years i mean they're just like as solid as as the moment that they were put in there but the reason that is they're like from thousand two thousand year old trees i mean the the framing in the houses in our neighborhoods in los angeles and san francisco are are from forest that we will never see again mm. in the history of humanity mm. probably like wow th- like trees that were older than when you know they were they were started growing when jesus was around sure. the earth you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? like yeah. the sequoias yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and they cut them all down to build la right. and san francisco well, yeah. Wow. yeah wow wow 
And that's what, what is sacrifice. inside our walls right now. What I know. A huge yeah, sacrifice that's it was. That's a huge sacrifice. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Crenshaw Crew is tasting right. It's all right. It's very right. right. It is. It's light, right? Yeah, it's, it's very light. light. It's very refreshing. Light. Kind of. right, yeah. it's very right, very light. I can mm. dig it. Mm, mm, mm. It's yeah. a lip smacker for sure. Lip smacker. <laughs> now, you guys know that I I did an episode I called some, uh, Natural Wine is Bullshit. Cider. Which one? Cider. No. Back to some yeah. Cider, yeah. I did yeah. A, that was my favorite. Honestly, man. This is my favorite. I, I, and, uh, it's convert. The cider. These, these, <laughs> these two were my favorite. The oh, lemon, fantastic! The lemon and the cider. Oh, awesome, awesome! It's probably also Bubble like Taryn was saying. It's about the mood right now. Right, it's just right. Striking yeah, right here. we're out on a hot yeah, afternoon in LA. It's super well made, man. Yeah, this so, is one of the best ciders I've ever had. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That golden russet. Whew. It's it's got it. Yeah. Um. I, you, so yeah, I, it was a four point thing, but like this, the one that I was thinking of, I was gonna read for you guys was this one about the your your wine from Georgia has a, na- a massive carbon footprint. Hmm. You know, that was hmm. my my fourth and final point, and it was hmm. like you know not to pick on Georgia, but like it seems like the natural wine world gets all obsessed by like yeah. wines from all over the place, you sure. know, far flung hmm. places. Sure, um, and and you know. Like most wine bars, you go into like even a natural wine bar, like twenty percent of the list might be from California. You know, what I mean? something yeah, I yeah, wanted you know, to touch on, but I didn't want to. Right, right. I don't want to hate on any other wine bars. No, no, but yeah, it's yeah. Like, but it's like know. all wine bars are like that. I it's mean, not just natural I, wine and bars. I, and yeah. I drive up to California. I mean, I'm driving up California all the time. My grandpa's a farm of you know Clarksburg. I'm going to a lot of cool wine bars in SF and Sac and Oakland, and same same thing there too, man. Like they're. Ninety percent of it, maybe eighty percent of it, is all old world stuff. Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, you know, I'm able to equate a lot. I mean, we all are in terms of these different industries. For me, it's you know how I equate it to my work in art, and all of it is so you know these these descriptors, these you know the selections, all these things are oft are often part of perpetuating the status quo perpetuating a certain class system mm. and so mm-hmm. the the way that things are spoken about written about you know all this esoteric shit you know winds up being these things that keep people at bay mm. or keep them mystified mm. so that they spend them they spend the money because they think that that that's what they're supposed to do right instead mm-hmm. of actually understand you know being brought into it Mm-hmm. And it's it's the same with you know it, natural wine isn't devoid of that isn't exempt from that right. you know and and wine bars certainly are not you know I think it, the reason in some ways that natural wine and natural wine bars are part of that is because they just are mimicking what they've seen in the broader scope right, right? and this is how you do it and a lot of people are coming coming at it from the larger industry and now they are in in the natural wine world yeah, but they're yeah. still you know bringing that the, the values that they learned from the larger aspect of it and and I see it the same you know when I as a curator in the arts world you know it's like I'm a big part of having to educate directors and curators and staff and everybody on you know on arts in general and African American art specifically that they never knew anything about, right? And they and because they didn't know about it, it just either doesn't exist or isn't worthy, right? But then when you put it in the as far as the canon, you know, in the arc, it's just you. It, it's eye level with everything else, yeah, right. And the same with the wines that are being produced naturally or or you know in a, in a way that is that is ethical. And that's just you know one thing that we always 
talk about. It's like yeah. people are just bringing the same shit that they learned. They're just bringing it to this. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? And it, and, it, and it comes from, the, you know, like anything else, it goes from the top down. Like, oh, yeah. It's like <clears throat> I tell these guys know the story, and I'm sure I've told it to you as well. But, like, it's like taking W set classes or SOM classes or something like that. I've literally heard instructors that are famed and, and, and well-known discuss, you know, wine as if literally it's way better if it comes from Europe, mm -hmm. you know, and, right. and, and, and discuss it in that way to where the students believe that too. Yeah. So everyone is walking yeah, away from here. Unquestioned assumption. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, we have stuff here, but it tastes, and there's stuff in Australia, but oh. it's, a, and there's stuff in South Africa, but it's, you know what I mean? Right. But when you talk about France and when you talk and about Italy and you talk about Spain, there's this reverence for right, it right. and everything else is ancillary. You know mm -hmm, what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it, it's, it sucks that that's the case and that's what you're kind of up against. Yeah. But at the same time, somebody has to fight the good fight per se. And I don't even think we feel like we're fighting. I feel yeah. like we just feel like we're doing what we're doing, and we're and 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 I could say this, even though I didn't know Khalil or Justin when I was a little little kid, I know our personalities, and we're gonna do whatever we're gonna do anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So like, <laughs> it doesn't really matter what you're talking about. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're gonna do this anyway, and we hope that people enjoy it. You know, mm -hmm. and 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 so far so good. But like, I hope that idea permeates yeah. throughout the nation and throughout the world yeah. you know that yeah. that you know what you do in your region is great and what we do in our region is great as well yeah you know and and that everybody has something special to offer to this whole this whole system this whole thing and that. that we can all take part in it you know yeah. and i think the the idea why would you want australian wine to taste like french wine right why would you want california wine to taste like italian wine right why right you like that, 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 make, that makes it boring it to. makes it boring yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like i want to have to fly to italy to be like yo i got that stuff you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, exactly. i want you to fly here to be like yo i got that stuff like to have that experience, yeah. 100%. I mean, or else we not having experiences. We're just we're just sharing the same thing over and over and over again. You might as well just live your life inside a computer. Sure. <laughs> you know? There's one thing I've been noticing about the natural wine world because I'm a part of this. I haven't been into it as long as most. Like I've been, I got into it. I'd say like really into it about 2016, and I really got into it for a lot of other reasons. A lot of other people did. I thought it was cool. I thought it was tasting good i thought it just didn't taste like old tannic wine which i was never a big fan of and then i the more and more i started drinking it the more and more i started understanding that it's the correct way to make wine maybe and then you get into it longer and then you understand the farming next and then when you really get into the farming and the carbon footprint of it that's when you only want to drink what's near me and a lot of people don't think of it that way yet and i hope people start doing a little more research and why they should mm. be drinking from their backyard yeah um, yeah. You know, and that's something that I have had a lot of friends be that are in the natural wine world longer than me that kind of instilled on me. Oh, really? And that's, that's you know, awesome. you're a part of you, you oh, man. That's awesome. You're one of them for hey. sure. That's yeah. well said, man. Yeah. Absolutely, man. So I think a lot of people need to think about what's going on in their glass a lot more than just if it's t like I know Austria makes incredible wine, 
And yes, I do buy it sometimes, but like we're never going to have it in our bar, really. As we'll have some because yeah, I yeah. really like. You guys are good about like selectively yeah. bringing stuff in when yeah. for whatever reason, like it's right. you know it's a special and then, thing. And then you know what we collect private, you know personally, we bring and share with each other as well. And, yeah, you know all of that, but it's not necessarily what we're going to be having on our. I mean, show. yeah, like when over pandemic, man. When we when like when we all collectively figured out that we want to do West Coast wine. I didn't drink anything but California or Oregon for three and a half years. Right. Like I purposely made myself completely study the West Coast for a reason is because I wanted to know like what's good and not, but also because I kind of started feeling like I should be drinking what's here and not putting diesel gas over boats and how many, how many chains of, how many chains does that actually take to get here? You yeah. Know? How much emissions? So, yeah. you know, yeah. You but, um, that Crenshaw the only, uh, yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, the only, uh, yeah, the only thing French you guys carry is the sake. <laughs> no, we, gotta get some, we gotta get some West Coast stuff. There's a lot of cool stuff happening in Sac and Oakland, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's, a, there's, there's a really dope, there's there's a really dope Watch sake out, maker. We're coming for you, California's He's, coming nah, for you. There's a really dope sake maker in Oakland called Den Sake. Yeah. I've been fooling with for many years getting um, sacramento rice yeah. getting rice from sacramento um premium wow. rice from sacramento it's a beautiful beautiful brand i put some other wine shops onto it and they've they've bought it i actually put distribute they got a distribute distributor they don't even know me <laughs> and they got a distributor in many accounts because of me that's and funny. that's what i'm happy about though that's amazing. you know what i mean i'm happy about that kind of thing yeah um they don't ever have to know me. But the thing is this, right. I'm just glad that they, this is a gentleman from Tokyo who is a sake brewer who moved to Oakland and, and started making beautiful, beautiful sakes out of, out of Oakland using Sacramento rice. And I purchased this stuff during quarantine because I've always been big into sake and it was one of those like compartment, you know, compartments in my mind that, you know, you got to explore during that time, you know what I mean? Right. Cause you just, Mm. had time on your hands and so shout mm. out to true sake and sf the first sake store in america um <laughs> straight wow. up wow straight up wow and um um they sent it to me after i found it they were in the, the bay yes yeah, in the bay hayes valley uh i'm not sure exactly um but they sent it to me it was wonderful and then i drove up and visited, um, you know, friends and family and bought a bunch of bottles and brought them back down, you know, um, and that kind of stuff is exciting mm -hmm. to me. I don't know. I love that. I love that. I love that there's sake in California. Yeah. You Not know. super exciting, man. Yeah, man. It's really cool. You know that. And once again, it's just, expressing the terroir because he's getting his rice. Right from Sacramento, and he's giving a good example about yeah. how it's actually supposed to be done. There's a lot mm -hmm. of other companies that I'm that will not name right now mm -hmm. that I want to, but I'm not going to. That are are buying, are completely just getting Japanese sake and having a California sake company uh, and putting a name on label. it, white right, labeling right, it. Right, they don't even right. know the producers. It's just all tech funded crap, and it's it drives me insane. <laughs> so <laughs> we just we just need some more water. So we can grow more rice here, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> right, like, right, that's right. what's purple right. Sacramento. You got the Delta but, River and all the runoffs of the river. But you got the South. You know what I mean? I wonder yeah. what what people could do with rice from South mm -hmm. Carolina. Yeah, totally. And and places that are have been growing rice for ages mm -hmm. and ages mm -hmm. and ages. You now, know, now um, there's even cold climate rice now. Yeah. So Vermont is growing rice. Like, Absolutely crazy. Like 
It would be beautiful to see. Mm-hmm. But you guys check out Den Sake. We we don't have it at the bar yet, but we will. <laughs> um, but yeah, we do have some amazing sake that we do. My world, we do. Mind about we sake. Do. We do. We do. And I mean, and and shout outs to Ototo because um, they just they got a James Beard Award this year, oh. and I think somebody once again who's fighting the good fight. You know, sake is not a a, a very popular uh, drink. Or spirit in, 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 in America, you know, and so for them to have a sake bar and dedicated the way that they are, uh, I think it's just beautiful. And for them to get those type of accolades is just very special. And I'm so happy that we have that here so that people can go and really learn. They have classes. They have all kinds of different things going on there. And exactly. to me, I just think the passing of information is the most important. It's not to hold it to yourself. Right. You know, it's it's so we can all have a good time and become a community. So shout out to them, man, for doing oh, yeah. that in our city because we're lucky to have it. Most people don't have it. We have a diverse enough city to have things like that, you know. Yeah. Um, us, New York, and San Francisco, Chicago, you know, are big cities that have a lot of diversity and that really showcasing. I mean, speaking of diversity and, and the, the specialness of, of this state, maybe this country, too, is... You, I, I remember, I have this distinct memory of traveling internationally in places where the entire country sort of looks similar, you know, racially speaking, the yeah, racial yeah. demographics of the oh, entire country oh, looks really similar. And then you land on your way back and you have to go through customs in L.A. and they play like the video for you and you're just like, it's a rainbow of people. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what a crazy country we come from, you know, like, yeah. it's amazing. It's amazing, you know. Yeah, and it's and it's so much more stark when you go when you come back to it. Yeah, kind of. exactly. Hmm. I mean, there's other things too where it's like you know sometimes it feels like you, you know like if you come from Zurich, the U.S. feels like a second class country. Really, we are still back. developing. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. oh man, I remember, <laughs> I remember me and Khalil going to Toronto together. And coming back, and this is just Toronto. This is going to Canada. It was like right, right. And, yeah. And we came back home, and we landed at LAX, and we looked around, and it was like, I don't know, it was just a weird feeling. It was like we felt like people was doing shiesty shit over here. <laughs> right. And we're just at the airport waiting to get right, picked right. up, and we're just looking around. We're like, I want to go back. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. it's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, yeah, you you notice the disorder. Yeah, you know, yeah. you notice the disorder when you go elsewhere, and there are things yeah. that just work a little bit better yeah yeah totally. you know yep. system wise and yep you know society wise you know just people in certain places can be more civilized and, and be more yeah uh respectful of each other i believe yeah you know and that's you, the, you come that's back and thing. it's like you know even when it comes to, to walking through the airport and everybody's walking one way on the right side everybody's walking <laughs> and you and come, come back to LA, LA and everybody step aside little chump. stuff like that is just you know you wind up kind of noticing and then being yeah. able to zoom out yeah yeah maybe we got so accustomed more, to it here you know? until it takes you uh, you know it takes you to the trip to leave to actually understand that it is like this yeah, we've, we've taken yeah, our personal absolutely. freedoms you know to the extremes in in the states like yeah. to the extremes where when it turned when it comes to my personal freedom over someone else's mm. to over you know society working over soci- exactly over society working <laughs> in a smooth guys. way yeah rather wow. than that it's possible to have personal freedoms wow. while still being in support of society right yeah. you know what i mean and like that's the that's the difference i believe yeah you know that we experience here. 
Well, you guys, thank you so much for this conversation. Man, thank oh, you. Thank you. Thanks for all the wine, man. Oh, yeah. Man, this is super dope. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you for inviting us over to this dope. beautiful you know, you know I don't drink Oasis. anyway, so i got to share what I got. Everybody, <laughs> this is the most I've seen you drink in a long time. Everybody <laughs> drinks, drinks the I'm, trellis wine. I'm honored. Best. <laughs> <laughs> go it really off, is. Go offhand. Hey, go You'll see two things. Two wrestling contest in the corner. Ten-cent trellis wines on the menu right now. That is true. That is true. Yeah, always will have one. Uh, we got we got the prickly pear and a special red wine. The Smith Malbec, yeah. God damn it, it's <laughs> not Malbec. It is. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it is not Malbec. God damn it. That was visceral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I'm really grateful to have Khalil, Taryn, and Justin as part of my local wine culture. And I also wanted to give a big thanks to the folks who made the wine that we drank during this episode. In addition to a 2023 sparkling lemon wine and a 2020 Crenshaw Crew Red that I made for Centralis, we drank a 2021 Delaware from Deer Native Grapes, a kite and string golden russet reserve from Finger Lake Cider House, a Texas persimmon wine aged in native pecan from Wild Texas Wines, the Nort from Kesselring Vineyards, which is a sweet port style wine made with Vitis riparia and honey from North Dakota. And after we stopped recording, we opened a cider from Redbird Orchard Cider as well. Just thought I'd mention them because it was delicious as well. All were delicious, actually. Unique, very different from each other, and very special. Rare and incredible wines. I'm really glad I got to share them with the Westside Winos and with you.